Open a 5.25% annual percentage yield 15-month certificate from Royal Credit Union. Open now at rcu.org slash certificate 525. Early withdrawal penalties could reduce earnings and principal. APY accurate as of 6523. Insured by NCUA. And the Minnesota Wild Select? Draft week is here, and we've got you primed with a peek at what the Minnesota Wild might do. Plus, what makes a good or bad draft class? All that, plus some summer off-season to-dos and a Kirsten Taylor Swift recap. As always, we're created by New Voice Studios, brought to you by Talk North, Grain Belt, Jim Beam, Livia, and Royal Credit Union. This is Season 4, Episode 182. At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition. Like chanting, let's play hockey prior to the start of each game, or playing the state of hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Drink smart. Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. Copyright 2021. James B. Beam Distilling Company Incorporated. Fairmont, Kentucky. Hello, everybody. We're back. Episode 182 of Bar Down Beauties. I'm Jesse Pierce, writer for NHL.com and a slew of other things. Going pro in golf, probably because today is Mulligan Monday. I'm going to get out there. My first day in the rain, you guys. A little nervous. She's Kirsten Kroll. Her voice might not sound like the face of the wild that you see during Minnesota Wild Games at XL Energy Center. She's out at the Youth Hockey Hub, but she is here. And we've got producer Fred with us today. Golf clap for that. Racing us with our his presence. Just saying, three kids, rough. That's why I haven't been here. (laughs) That's true. I have, this is my first time all summer that I have no other children in the house. And it's, Mm. I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm so excited. It was Cotson's first day of camp. The other two are at daycare per usual. It's looking good. Kirsten, where are you at? I am at the Ice Garden in Bloomington. I am working the show for Youth Hockey Hub. Yes, I sound terrible. I had a very rough morning. My dog tried sneaking out of the house and he wouldn't come back in the house from the garage, so I couldn't leave. It's been a morning, but we're here. We're here. And your voice is like, um, I don't want to say terrible, but terrible is probably a good word. It's it's scratchy. It's hoarse. It's Matt Dumba-esque, if you will. You know, I think Matt Dumba oh. sounds like that quite a bit. Um, hilarious side note, because this is funny. There was, um, one time Shipley who writes for the pioneer press was covering uh training camp for Dane Musitani at the time. And, and he just isn't around the team as much. Right. And everybody knows Matt Dumba has a very quiet kind of voice and he kind of talks like this and that's just Matt Dumba. <laughs> so Shipley is like, Oh, so were you yelling a lot out there? Or like, what's going on with your voice? And Dumba was like, it's just how I sound <laughs> oh no hilarious but you don't just That's... sound like that 30 second timer Fred please cue up the 30 second timer for Kirsten to I'm talk ready. about the Taylor Swift heiress tour ready yeah, I need a deep breath okay go it go. was the most amazing night of my entire life uh my friend Kenny he had a 15 foot plush snake he put glitter all over it we named her Karen he was wearing her all night um we got downpoured on leaving the concert I, my boots were soaking wet they're still wet I checked on them this morning that was my favorite outfit I've ever worn we exchanged friendship bracelets I spent hours making them I traded a couple of them um she sang a lot of my favorite songs she talked about John Mayer and performed Dear John for the first time in 11 years. It was such an incredible. She's muted. Her time's up. That's what we, that's what we do. That's how we cut it off. (laughs) (laughs) 
And now I have to unmute. I don't know how to unmute you, though. There you go. That was mean. That was rude. <laughs> you were out of time. I told you 30 seconds. I was still talking. Yeah. 30 seconds. That's what they do. That's the TV rules, right, Fred? Oh, definitely. I was, we were giving you the wrap, and you just blew right through the stop sign. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was cut off a little early. <laughs> that alarm. I had the alarm go off. There was literally, I had the phone alarm going off. You were the only one that could see that alarm. I would like to call a mulligan. <laughs> Pretty sure you could hear on the audio. We'll replay it and you'll hear it. I am. I am so happy that you got to experience that and live your best life. So, so good. Um, I also got to check it out on Friday. Kind of gave it a whirl. It was a last minute option that came up from my college roommate who also was kind of like, hey, do you want Should we just do this? And I was like, sure, let's just go have a time. Um it was. It was a, a very impressive concert. Three straight hours like that is unreal. Like I've never experienced. I'm not a big concert person just because I'd rather just listen to the radio up by a fire and like drink my own beer sometimes. Like I'm just there's not anybody I want to see enough. I'm a festival goer. Love bouncing from like stage to stage and seeing like multiple artists. Not really too many concerts that I'm like die hard. But that's because I just I don't know. I'm not Eminem and Dre. I'd pay big money to go see them. But they have to come together with like Snoop and stuff can't relate because i go to concerts all the time i, I love know. a good concert i know see that's good that we're different in many ways but you did look fabulous taylor swift did a fantastic job um and yeah you know country continues this week in nashville uh they've got <sighs> the nhl awards dirks bentley is going i know are you getting fomo from that i have so much fomo i had fomo for not being at taylor swift friday night that i had to wait for night two i have major fomo i'm not gonna be in nashville I love Nashville, honestly, arguably more than I love anything like ever. Like, so are you, oh yeah, you're kind of a closet Preds fan then too, right? I am a closet Preds fan. So also the news, Ryan Johansson was my favorite predator player. So the fact that he's now traded to Colorado for Gold don't like that. Hate I that hate it because that makes Colorado so much better. Not yeah, so I mean, much. He's that's maybe aggressive here, but I think yeah. in Colorado, he'll be just fine, which really hurts me to say <sighs> the worst thing about Ryan Johansson shootouts basically mm. stops. Doesn't he actually sent me a hat and a framed picture, both autographed. I want a contest for his brand. <laughs> like When it's you my started office. that, you didn't mention it was a contest. It was simply he sent me a hat. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, he wrote, well, I think he and Rye. I don't think it was a member of his team because it was definitely a men, a man's handwriting. But yeah, I think he wrote me a personal note too. So it was just just you and Rye, Rye. Me Joe. and Rye, close yeah. personal friend, Rye Johansson. Close personal friend. I mean, me and me and Khan. I'm waiting for my hat from Khan, who I saw got engaged oh. this weekend. So congrats to him and his fiance. But um, he lives rent free in my mind when I think of him and Machine Gun Kelly from the All-Star game, taking that really awkward photo together. Anytime Con McDavid is mentioned, that's what I think of. I think of Joe Maurer because I can't figure out who's more boring. Truth be told, like that's um, Connor McDavid is absolutely more boring. Are you joking? Joe Maurer is is pretty vanilla. Pretty. He has personality, Jesse. Does he? Yes, you're. Oh my God, is this even a question, Connor McDavid? That's an argument having more personality than Joe Mauer. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear the comments. This is solid. This is a solid up for debate. It's a new up for debate because I see Joe Mauer as incredibly boring. 
He, what does Con McDavid do outside of hockey? I'm not saying, I mean, I don't know things. Exactly. Maybe? You don't know because he, I don't think he does anything <laughs> else. Joe Maurer, like he's interesting, like a tri-sport athlete. He's playing against NHL players in the crazy game of hockey coming up like Joe Maurer. And he smiles. Tell me the last time Con McDavid has smiled. Well, he always does. It's just like a. Can I no. throw in a third. Yeah. Connor yes. McDavid, Joe Maurer, or Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirk, he's got personality. Kirk tries to have, but like he's got the Kirko chains going. I Which is worse, Kirk. though. He tries, but it's cringe every single time he tries. It's so cringe. That's... But Con just makes me uncomfortable. Mm. Like he seems just upset all the time. Yeah. That's... He could, I'm convinced he could win the Stanley Cup and he would still look like he's having the worst day of his life. That's true. You know, Connor McDavid, obviously number one overall for his draft class this week's draft. We talked with Judd Brackett last week. <clears throat> he had a media availability. Fred, I put in the clips. If you just want to just insert those at your leisure, you can hear from Judd Brackett uh, throughout this episode on what he's looking for, what they might be doing. Minnesota Wild, <clears throat> obviously picking 21 overall in the first round. They got two second rounders. I think that speaks to the to the quality players in the draft, too, that we can look at best available and sort of that cross-section of, of, you know, without going specifically into need, um, but also addressing, you know, organizational depth or, or where maybe we're lacking in some depth in, in our prospect pool. So we're, we can try and maybe look for that intersection. Um, but, uh, you know, at 21, we're at the mercy of, of other teams. Uh, you know, if someone falls that uh, is in a position of maybe redundancy and they're just the best player available, we're going to, we're going to take that swing. We went over that last week. I want to talk about NHL draft class as a whole. Now there was a very good point of contention when I was talking about this with my husband this morning. What do you think classifies a good draft class? Is it the longevity of NHL careers from said players? Is it the amount of hall of famers? Like, what do you think goes into quote unquote, a good draft class. Memorability. Like what do you do in your career that makes you stand out that people are going to remember you by? That's fair. Fred, do you have any insight? The suit. The mm. suit. The suit. That's true. There. Last year, we saw some flash of personality. We've been seeing that in the past couple of years, not from Con McDavid's class, but like other people's class, a little bit of personality. I, mean, I wanted to be elevated to like NBA status. I mean, some of those suits at the NBA or draft. NFL. Just NFL. I don't think this year we're going to see much style. I think we're just going to see a lot of like pure, raw talent. That's what this year's draft class is going to be remembered for. Now, Judd Brackett had talked about, obviously, there's always the potential of moving up or going down. It sounded like they might be willing to move down. I don't think they're going to get into that top 10 because nobody wants to give up those top 10 prospects, right? I mean, I think that's the biggest question is what do the Minnesota Wild do? I mean, I also forgot. We haven't talked much about this, but it was something that I read this morning. Brandon Duhame's an unrestricted free agent. Is he a trading chip, do you think, Kirsten? Um, based on what I'm hearing, he's allegedly maybe not so much Duhame, but his agent is playing hardball. Mm. I don't know. Everyone was like, "Yeah, Duhame will be back." After hearing all of this, I don't think he will. Right? Like, I mean, it's he's a guy that can play anywhere. You can plug him in on the fourth line. He's a solid little fourth line player, and that's that's great. But yeah, I do wonder if like maybe they leverage that. I know Marco Rossi, obviously, his name gets tossed out too. Unless you're going for a top three, I don't think you do. I don't think the Wild are going to give up on him yet. Yes, they are upset about him 
but I think he's probably not somebody that they're willing to move. Um, Fred has a smirk on his face like he's going to say or do something terrible to us, but he's not. That's good. That's good. Going back to the best draft classes again, Judd Brackett throughout this episode will tell you exactly what he thinks. We don't have a whole lot more on the Minnesota Wild, but Kirsten, I want you to tell me your number one, the best NHL draft class of all time. I think I know who it is because I think everybody has this one. But again, this would make me wonder because there's probably only one Hall of Famer in that class. Okay, you are throwing me on the spot right now for a Monday morning after Taylor Swift. I was not ready for that. Um, Best to draft class. Hmm. I don't know. know You know this. We've talked about it. I mean, I'm sure we have, but I have brain fog right now. I'm working an event. I don't know. I mean, Connor McDavid. Marc-Andre Fleury. Well, yeah, Mark on that class, but I... I mean, yeah, it's a very talented class. It's a great class overall, I guess. I don't know. I just, I think I remember them more so for like reasons we kind of mentioned, like you have Flurry, Hall of Famer, other very notable names, especially for Minnesota that we can't forget from that class. So it's like, it's memorable for different ways, I think. But yeah. That's, see, and that's where like 2003 had players that are still playing in the league, right? I mean, they had, Got Eric Stahl, Zach Parisi, Ryan Suter, Mark Andre Fleury, Ryan Getzloff, um, Dustin Brown, I think, Corey Crawford, Jimmy Howard, Pollock, Brian Elliott. I mean, just a tremendous amount of talent. Mark Andre Fleury is probably your one guaranteed Hall of Famer. I think Patrice Bergeron was also in that draft class. I mean, just phenomenal longevity of players. But I'm going to go back to maybe like either 1988 or 1984 for my draft class. Um, 88 had a ton of players that went a long way. Timo Solani was a part of the 88. Um, You also had Mike Madano and you had Rob Blake, your Hall of Famers. 84 had Mario Lemieux, Patrick Waugh, Luke Robitaille, Brett Hull. I like those classes. I love my old-time hockey. Like, that's also where it is. Like, 2003, I know, no, no, those players, right? Like, you still see them around. They're still doing their thing. But I think people sleep on like 84 and 88 sometimes. And I don't like that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think last year, for example, I'm just thinking like very recent years, last year's draft class. I think that was like the year it was almost, and maybe it's just because I'm thinking of Isaac Howard right away in my mind with his super flashy belt and outfit and just kind of like I don't want to call it attitude, but like his swagger and demeanor, like he stood out the most. And I think like with that entire draft class, like you think of style, that's the class you think of. Maybe it's call it recency bias, whatnot. And this is a prediction since it's not officially the NHL draft quite yet, but this year's draft class is going to be iconic. You're going to think of, I'm predicting a lot of these guys to be potential hall of famers down the road. And that's crazy to say because they haven't even been drafted yet. Connor Bedard, Adam Fantilli, like it's going to be a draft class this year that you're really going to remember for decades to come. I like it. I I do do. All right. So what position let's make our final predictions before we take a quick break here and move into the second segment. What position do you think the Minnesota Wild are going to target? It might be an easy layup, but you never know. What do you think they go for? A center. <laughs> Shocking, but you're right. Luckily, I think there's quite a few good centers in this draft class, though, too, right, Kirsten? There are. There are a lot, but we're not going to get the one that we want the most. No. Would you trade? We talked about this on Judd's Hockey Show, so I don't mean to be stealing that, but would you trade Connor Bedard for Kirill Kaprizov? 
Yes. Like, would you trade yes, for would. that pick? You would. Yeah, but like, Chicago is not going to give it up. Like, yeah, no. Kirill Kaprizov, super. I, I don't want to call him a superstar quite yet. I'm still withholding that because maybe I'm still mad at Kirill. I don't know. I haven't seen enough from him. I'm holding back on that. I'm not calling a Kirill a Kaprizov a superstar yet. But like you're talking generational talent in Connor Bedard. Chicago's not trading for Kaprizov. The whole state of hockey is coming at Kirsten for that's next. fine. Like not a that's superstar. fine. He's not a superstar yet. I mean, truly, what is he accomplished? Incredibly as talented, team. and he's a star. But win me some playoff games and show up, and then we'll call you a superstar. You ain't wrong. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make the move anyway. I know that's probably crazy. I just. I. I wouldn't. I don't know. I. Yeah, you won't be able to. Chicago won't do it. Chicago was never going to do that. No. Um, but I think so. Samuel Hansik is the player that looks like Minnesota Wild in most mock drafts will get a center out of Vancouver, the WHL. Big body, big hits, reliable two-way player. He's a safe bet. His NHL ceiling to be determined in Minnesota. They like they like the safe. They like it. They do. It's what we know. It's what we know. Fred, any other draft things? I mean, not on my end. It's just another center that's just not going to make it beyond <laughs> Iowa. That's what Let's draft some defensemen. I don't hate the idea of drafting a defenseman. I really don't. Like, I think it's not because you're losing Matt Dumba and, oh, no, what are they going to do? They have plenty of defensemen. But I also think you've got Damon Hunt, right? He's a defenseman. Down in Iowa, who's performed incredibly well. Um, you've Brock Faber, you're you're relying on right like i think i think you're okay there but i mean let's add some size yes there you go centerman either way you need to add size whether it's up you need the middle size or for that back. i mean we're the not making the playoffs the next two years you need size for when we do make the playoffs in three years yeah, just like that has me. been that has been a struggle for the wild like you're matched up against all of these huge men like men going up against just dudes that's true i like it again here is what judd brackett had to say about the this year's draft class and all of, what 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 was that laugh i was interrupted i apologize i have text my number didn't know which always excites me thinking it's somebody cool it is not it's my dad uh <laughs> came up Ouch. Screen. we're golfing in like an hour he's just all worried about it but um, here's what Judd Brackett had to say about this year's draft class and what the Minnesota Wild are looking to do beginning this Wednesday uh, of this week. Take a listen. Yeah, we. I mean, we obviously you want the high side, right? When you're looking at a, a 17-year-old player, 18-year-old player, we're still trying to project into the future and, you know, someone that uh, can really help us in a big way. So it might, be, it might come in the form of offense. It might be in the form of a shutdown defender, or, you know, in the case of, you know, like we did with, with Jesper, like could be a, you know, the potential number one goalie. So, you know, if the opportunity is there and we, we've done our work and, and we feel strongly about someone's future and what they can be for us and the impact they could have, that that's what we mean by, by a swing. And with that, we are going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Ready, set, summer. It is 
here and it is the best time of year, especially in Minnesota, whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark or barbecue, summer is more fun when you're feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of the beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor recommended program today and get eight weeks absolutely free. You could even lose up to 20 pounds or more in those first eight weeks. I know I certainly did. I am down more than 20 pounds in just eight weeks. Thanks to Livia's uh, doctor recommended program. I couldn't be happier. I want you to join us today. Get those eight weeks free. Let's feel our best this summer. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Join today. Eight weeks free. Livia has been voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Find out why. Let them know. Jesse Pierce and the Bar Down Beauty sent you. We're back. Now I kind of wanted to switch gears. Our good friend Adam C. constantly is filling us our inbox up with fantastic questions. Cues with abuse, we come and go, whatever, whatever we have time for. It's the offseason, so questions kind of get repetitive. But Adam came up with some really good conversational pieces that I wanted to uh, to discuss with you, Fred and Kirsten. His first one, what are good pieces of Minnesota hockey media, whether they be podcasts, books, video, for wild fans to consume during the offseason? Obviously, Bar Down Beauties, you're number one, but what are some other good Minnesota wild type of things to take part in during the summer months while we're all waiting patiently for September and October? Jesse Pierce's social media. <laughs> yes influencer here I come it's just a lot of me and kids doing things like I just that's all it is a lot of swimsuits too yeah a lot of swimsuits uh follow me for all of your dog and concert content (laughs) or if you want to hear about Taylor Swift till the end of time I will also talk about that that is true our buddy Seth has locked on wild another fantastic podcast obviously Judd's hockey show I make a cameo each and every week but that's a fun one um books Minnesota wild specific ones. I don't know. I mean, I'm a big fan of my whole bookshelf here is actually full of striking silver was gifted to me about the 1972 U S Olympic team. Um, a uh, slap shot in time. I edited that one. So go buy that. I don't know. There's, there's plenty out there. I mean, I personally, and this is my youth hockey um, motto speaking, my Minnesota hockey motto. You take a break from hockey. Everybody just step away for a moment. Take a break from hockey. It'll be back. Uh, the Minnesota Wild does have a bunch of really cool offseason events. Yes, we talked about the crazy game of hockey coming up next weekend. We had Corey Wong on. Go back and listen to that episode. That was a lot of fun. Um, that weekend is going to be epic. But I know uh, development camps coming up. A lot of that's open to the public. I think some training camp will come up. You got the beauty league coming through. Um, they're doing like... Uh, different events the wild are doing like their caravanning around the state lots of stuff for you to still get your hockey fee feel without like sacrificing summer so that's that's it right that's good yeah that is that is good a lot of ways to get outside but still do hockey exactly kirsten and i might try to like sauce a pass to each other on our new paddle boards oh yes i'm obsessed Right. Yeah. You're there's lakes everywhere. I can just drive down the street and be like, Oh, there's a lake. Let me get on my paddleboard. <laughs> oh, there's a lake. Let me grab a tater tot hot dish. In addition to what I just said, so, I'm a, I'm going to go out on a lake, pack a little tater tot hot dish and just go float. That's, that's what I'm going to do. I don't blame you. It's, it's addicting. It's amazing. Get a paddleboard if you can. So if a paddleboard company wants to sponsor us, Fred probably could use a paddleboard. He can join, give him the board. I'll always take one. 
we'll do content out there all day, every day. Uh, Adam C's final kind of fun question, point of topic for us in this week's episode. If you could make it or if you could make it so the wild won a cup next season, but it cost Minnesota one of its other big four teams. So I'm assuming he means the Vikings or the twins or the wolves. Um, would you do it And which one is inevitably going to get good once free of Minnesota? So I, if, do you guys understand the question as I yes. understand it? Yes. So basically um, it was nice asking... being a Timberwolves fan, but <laughs> guys, uh, the, the San Diego wolves will just get ready for that. Cause the Minnesota Lakers, Minneapolis Lakers, we're all LA Lakers fans. They're one of us. So it was nice. It's hard to also follow basketball when you're following hockey. It's impossible nearly. So it was nice having an NBA team, but. Yeah, I, I could see that you're right. I like, I like where you went with the dueling of the winter sports. Uh, and yes, the Timberwolves are a result of losing the Lakers. Cause the Lakers don't make any sense in LA because there's no lakes. Anyway, they got inevitably good. I'll go twins. Cause I'm sure the twin, but yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. No, no, we don't like that. No, I hate that. Well, did you want me to say the Vikings? I can't say the Timberwolves again. I need to be different. You need, no, you don't need to be different. You can agree mm. with me. I agree, but let's go twins. Fred, we need a new host. <laughs> I mean, I, I like, I like target field. The twins just are so frustrating to watch. I can't even handle it. I mean, every Minnesota sports team is hard to watch, but like what the twins continue to do or not do repeatedly is just so damn frustrating. So if the wild get a cup, there are only Minnesota franchise that have won a title Two, actually two. I know two. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Kirby Puckett. Links. <clears throat> no, well, and the links. Yes, but sorry. No, Thank I you. figured out there is a new there is a new way to say that. Not even just male sports, but like those are the four major sports. In like right, like that's how you say it. Unfortunately, but yes, I agree. Sorry, twins. Who would you guys get rid of? Who would you oust? I would be. I don't think anybody would say the Vikings, right? You no. can't not have an NFL no. team. Be weird. U.S. Bank holds a very special place in my heart for football <laughs> and Taylor Swift concerts. Very Kirsten under the U.S. Bank fields with some glitter from the Eras tour. That sound about right? Yeah. I can okay. still make the whole place shimmer. Even beautiful. at a Vikings game. That was beautiful. Fred, what are, what are you getting rid of? I know you're not a Minnesotan native, but uh... it means the Wild win a cup, which really good for Bardown Beauties, mind you, if the Wild won a Stanley Cup. I think he wants to get rid of me right now for all of these Taylor Swift references. I mean, the problem is I like my, I think about like my favorite environments that I've been in because I don't really have ties to like the history of pain that you guys do. If anything, it's like kind of comical to me. I mean, my favorite. You laugh in our tears. Is that I what you're kind saying? of. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing with the Viking drama a couple of years ago, I was just laughing at how frustrated my wife was. It was like, this is hilarious to me. Um, I, uh, it would be funny if the wild left. No, like, you can't. That's hockey teams leaving town. But you that can't because be that's the wild. The whole question is the wild will I win know, a cup if you I'm gonna, sacrifice. I'm gonna I'm gonna buck the question. We just know. lost our entire audience. <laughs> this is why you don't come on the records. No sure. more Fred on the records. I'm out. <laughs> just throws out something completely egregious to the hockey audience. Uh <laughs> Just, I wonder if Jack Antonoff is in the running to make 
or produce a hockey podcast when he's not producing Taylor Swift albums. Sorry, I'm done now. Maybe didn't Probably even know not. who that was. I was like, I was. I thought that was a Google joke him. name. I, <laughs> say that again. No, say the hockey again. player name. Say Jack name Antonoff. Again. Ooh, that's cl- that's close. You're to... Thinking of Jack me off is what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that a real name? <laughs> I sounded like a hockey player name. But anyway, it's another Taylor Swift. Your your seconds are over. Thirty seconds. We're done in the first. You first got more second. time than I did. That's I didn't even point. talk. Did I? I almost pulled out the timer on you too. You should. I didn't mean to talk about it that much. <laughs> it was. It was. It was cool. I did. We stayed at the place that. Um, oh, here it comes. Sorry. No. Never mind. Just trying, to, <laughs> just trying to appease the Swifties that are listening as well. Uh, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Again, big week. Hopefully, Minnesota Wild start to do some things. Uh, so we can have a little bit more to talk about. Free agency kicks off next week. We are likely going to release next week's episode on Wednesday the 5th instead of the 4th of July. God bless America. Uh, stay tuned to our social channels for official declarance on that. Otherwise, hope you have a fantastic week. Enjoy the summer. Enjoy Minnesota weather. All the good things. Check out some hockey. Check out the Bar Down Beauties. Go back, listen to past episodes. More great content coming your way as we gear up for the 2023-24 season already, you guys. They're going to release the schedule tomorrow. Like, oh, I'm ready. Anything else? Party words? This podcast is made possible due to listeners like you and Taylor Swift. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Near, 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 near.